Five Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Five Minutes with Phil. We are giving it a shot today, trying to figure out how to use Zoom to also have guests on the podcast. So our first, very first guest on the Five Minutes with Phil podcast using Zoom is Emily Pasiga. Woohoo! <laughs> so exciting. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing, you know, getting kids outside, getting homework done, getting this podcast done, <laughs> filing all of our payroll stuff. It's an exciting time in life. Oh, it's so exciting. So how are you doing with the social distancing and parenting your kids with having them all day, every day? Well, I think I've struck the fear of God in them with not to get more than six feet away from our neighbors. <laughs> they, they like to take a step back from people when they come towards them. I mean, it's definitely hard, but it's not impossible. And there are many more impossible things to be doing and harder things to be doing than this. I read an article that it was somebody from Saudi Arabia during the bombings and everything. They're like, we weren't so we weren't social distancing. We had to hide. We had to do this. And I'm like, you know, having to be stuck in your house watching Netflix isn't the worst thing. It isn't. It's not. There could be a lot worse. Yep. And God's got this. Right. So speaking of God, what's God teaching you right now? Well, I think the number one thing would be that we are not in control. No matter how much we are trying to control situations, he's in control. He's teaching me on a personal level, patience and humility, and I need help or my kids need help or it just, there's, it's hard to get your work done and your kids e-learning done and all of that stuff. But I think I was listening to the radio yesterday and they were uh, to Caleb and they were talking about to worship through your worry. And I think that that is the main thing is not to get so wrapped up in what is happening on the news, what is happening outside of your home. Like God, God's got this and you have to lean into that because the other option is terrifying. Yeah. I'm curious about that worship through your worry. What does that mean? Yeah. I thought it was an interesting play on words, but I think a lot of people are worried and depending where you are in your faith life, I think worry could come more into play than not. I mean, if you were to sit and watch CNN all day, I think your worry would be high. You know, there's just not tons of great news out there. And I think what people are doing on social media with bringing in good news or bringing in things that are uplifting is is a good thing. And worship through your worry, you know, that stuck with me. I don't remember things often that were like a catchphrase on a radio station that I listened to for 20 minutes. But they kept saying worship through your worry. And that really stuck with me. So, I mean, I'm when I put that together, I'm kind of seeing maybe it's a, you know, your whole life is a life of worship. And so then if you're saying everybody's worrying right now and we can't really avoid that, then how can we still see that worship flowing in and out of our lives, even in the midst of worry or fear? Yeah, I think um, I was listening to a webinar the other day that was talking about, it was for Christian schools and churches applying for this payroll protection program. Mm -hmm. And they said, the biggest thing you can do with this is give other people grace. 
And as Christians, we're called to, you know, the frustration is real. This this was a very frustrating thing to do and to get through the process and the banks don't own all that stuff. But to be able to show other people grace is how you're how I am worshiping through my worry and give myself grace because you know we're all learning all this new technology, new ways of doing things, and it's hard. It's hard. And that's how I that's how I took it with worship through your worry. Not necessarily yeah. being in worship, but being in a worship-filled life. Yeah, that's a good perspective. So how are you giving yourself grace? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hardest part for me. That's the reason why I ask. I'm hoping that you can help me out. <laughs> no, I just, you know, you have to sit there and you just have to give yourself grace. You have to forgive yourself for snapping at your kids and apologize to, I mean, part of grace is also recognizing, recognizing it. and but. I'm apologizing to my kids a lot, my husband, you know, myself, but to give yourself grace and just say, I am only human. I am, you know, with the grace of God, I'm getting through all of this. Giving yourself grace is hard. I agree. I mean, it's kind of like maybe in the same vein, like forgiveness for yourself. I mean, because you're always your worst critic. You're always your, you know, you know, and I don't, with all of that added on there, like, how am I going to do all of this? And then you have high expectations for yourself and yeah. And right now they don't all get fulfilled. There's no way to do it all right now. Mm. We're all just trying our best. And I think that's what I took away from that webinar was we are all just trying to do our best and we're, you know, the frustration level is high on everybody's part right now. Any good, um, pieces of scripture you've come across that that have helped you in particular in all of this? I know I'm putting you on the spot with it, but you are putting me on the spot. (laughs) I, I mean, I just keep thinking back. I'm trying to think of what the, with the sparrows, Matthew 10, 29, 30. Are you not sparrows sold for a penny? Jesus asked his disciples and not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's will, but even the hairs on your head are numbered. I tell my kids that all the time that God knows how many hairs are in your head. We'll be praying at the end of the night and I'll say, do you know that God knows how many hairs are in your head? And they said, how does he know that? I was like, because he counted them before you were even born. And that's what I just keep going back to is that God has got this. God knows all of this. This is all, his plan is perfect. And it's our human nature that makes it unperfect, but he's got this. It's a good reminder. And it's a good thing to teach the kids too, because it's something that we're also then in turn teaching ourselves. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of the the episode today. And I'll I'll look forward to having you on again whenever you can possibly do it. Well, I'll just stick my kids in front of iPads and it'll be great. (laughs) Right. Technology is a beautiful thing when it works. It, It is. It is. All right. Thanks a lot, Emily. Thanks for having me. Okay. So that was the first episode uh, that we've gotten from Zoom, the Zoom audio. So you'll have to let us know what you think about it, if you had any troubles or problems listening or hearing it. Um, But we'll look forward to continuing to do it, especially when we can't uh, pull in guests face-to-face when we're trying to keep our distance. But I'm grateful for Emily. She is a, um, a great person to be a part of the team. Uh, She is diligent and she's on top of things and she's going after it like crazy. So 
grateful for Emily and her being able to do this and fit some a little bit of time in her schedule. All right, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care and be well.